Wow. <clears throat> I just uh, was listening to a couple of the last um, audio journal episodes I recorded on this thing, and it's just insane to think about how much my life has changed since I last recorded those episodes. Um, a lot has happened. <laughs> the last one I recorded was in uh, was July 11th, which was just probably about a five days or so before I was in a very serious accident. Um, I took a fall probably two or three stories. I don't really know or really remember exactly. And uh, ended up in the ICU for two weeks. Um, was in a coma for a medically induced coma for uh, 10 days. Um, went through a lot of crazy uh, inner experiences during that period, um, which perhaps I'll go into in a future episode, but uh, I don't think this one. Um, and yeah, was in the hospital in Spain for a month, which is where I got injured. And then was in um, hospital in um, DC area for two more months recovering. Um, as I sort of tried to recover both physically and mentally and um, yeah, there are just so many, so many aspects to the recovery process that are almost incomprehensible to me. <laughs> um, and, you know, I've, I've been working up for, for a long time um, to the day where I could actually feel like I could record another one of these to where I was strong enough to record another one of these to where I was clear enough to record enough of one of these to which I felt, you know, had enough willpower to do so. Um, and it's really exciting that that day is finally here. I finally clicked the report button and started talking, which doesn't sound like much, but um, it, it really is. And it was really a, you know, it's a very big step for me um, in my recovery process. Um, Cause you know, for a while I wasn't able to think about anything except for survival um, for a very long time and just getting through the next minute, getting through the next hour, um, to getting to the place where I am now, where I can actually just sit here, you know, without a lot of physical or mental suffering and, um, just record something is a miracle in and of itself, really. Um, and so I don't want to spend too much time on that right now, but I wanted to um, just possibly kind of get into a little bit of um, some of the things that I learned from this whole um, major trauma that I went through. Um, I broke my leg, <laughs> my left leg, um, tibia and fibia. It's like open fracture, which is a gruesome type where the bones are out of the skin and everything. So sorry for you squeamish people. Um, fractured my pelvis very severely, like bones completely broken and broken apart. Um, not even just fractured, just like completely severed, um, my pelvis and, uh, severely dislocated my right ankle and some broken bones in my foot and my ribs and just really did a number on myself. Let's put it that way. Um, and yeah, I mean, the fact that I am able to just talk about it right now is, is just, crazy to me um, because I didn't think I was going to come back from that. Um, but I'm glad that I did. 
Um, and, you know, for a while I was, I, I, you know, I already had this mindset even before this happened, which I think is part of what got me through it, was that all of these experiences that we have, all of our deepest suffering, all of our darkest moments, um, they all are a part of our path and a part of our teaching, uh, a part of our learning um, in this human experience that we're in and part of why we chose to come here. And uh, on another level, that's beyond the conscious mind. We actually even not only chose to have these different experiences, but actually created these experiences as well. Um, but it, it's, <laughs> it's one thing to say that now, but it's another thing to say that when it's happening, you know, when, when, you're, in, when you're in it, uh, when you're in the suffering, when you're in the darkness, uh, because when you're in the suffering, when you're in the darkness, it's like this, there's this cloud all around you and it, it sort of focuses all of your attention and all of your consciousness so that you can't see the bigger picture. Um, you can only see the current moment and your current suffering and it seems like there can not possibly be anything to gain from this and you just want it to stop <laughs> so badly. Um, you know, even though you know, even having spent a lot of time contemplating that there is a higher intelligence that guides our life. Um, but in the moment when you're put through um, such a such a fire like that, um, it all kind of can fall away very easily. And then you kind of see your, I don't want to say your true colors, because it's not like your true colors aren't what's coming through beforehand. But you kind of see how deep the roots really go when you're put to the test like that, when you're when you're in that kind of trial by fire. Um, because it's it's easy to say something, it's easy to believe something, it's easy to know, even know something, and even live by that knowing, which is yet another level deeper. But it's another thing to stand up to that and stay in that mindset and stay um, in truth, in your own truth, and in your knowing of higher truth when you're encountering um, deep levels of suffering. And I think the deeper, the deeper levels of suffering <laughs> that you encounter, um, the harder it is to, um, the more it challenges you and the more, um, the more deeply rooted this sense of knowing and truth has to be within you in order to stay, um, continue to embody it and continue to live by it. Um, so I think that's kind of one of the things that I learned is that it's, it's not enough to know truth intellectually. It's not enough to know truth even in your being. Um, it's got to be so deeply rooted in you that even if you are put up to the most <laughs> intense physical, emotional torture, um, it still um, is, is there. It's still shining through. Um, and it can't really touch you. Um, and I think that's where we're all moving towards um, slowly but surely. But I think knowing you can kind of stand up, stay standing in those deepest moments of darkness and suffering, um, both physical and mental, it uh, one of the gifts it gives you is just a sense of your own strength and your own resilience and your own courage 
um, and really your own invincibility in a way. Um, and, and everything else that kind of comes your way becomes much less impactful, um, for, negatively impactful from that perspective, right? Um, I mean, you can kind of, and I'm not saying it's always processed that way by any means. I'm not saying every horrible trauma someone goes through ends up being this positive insight on the other side, but it always has the potential to be. Um, you know, and, and you just kind of, it helps with perspective, of course, because when you go through a very deep moment of suffering or period of suffering or even years of suffering, and you are finally able to climb out of it. I'm not saying everybody does climb out of it, but um, if you are able to climb out of it, there is a gift on the other side. And part of what that gift is, is knowing that you can go, just the knowing that you can get through that suffering. Um, because, and, and knowing that you can get through suffering eliminates fear. Um, or I should say it lessens fear. Eliminating fear is very... Is, is maybe where we're going towards. Um, that's the pole that we're going towards. And eliminating fear is a big theme in what this whole human experience is about. Um, because when we, before we came into this human experience, we were completely fearless, completely unlimited. Um, but in order to have an experience of being a single being, um, you have to put limitations on yourselves. And those limitations come in the form of various beliefs and, um, and sort of a limiting of your powers and your strength and um, ultimately your fearlessness. Um, because the, pretty much all that keeps us in a limited experience in any sense is fear. Um, and so when we can, when we experience something that we were really fearful of and we get through it and we, you know, not, not necessarily even just once, sometimes you have to experience it very deeply over and over again. But each time you kind of get through it and you realize that you're still okay, um, then that fear dissipates. And the gift of the fear dissipating is a sense of freedom. It is a sense of not being limited, um, not being confined, not being controlled by that fear. It opens up new possibilities. Um, because a lot of what keeps us in our boxes is fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of what other people think, fear of physical danger, fear of uh, physical discomfort, um, fear of being poor, fear of, I mean, you name it, there's a fear for it. Um, we're, we're afraid of everything. And some of these fears are so core that we've really rationalized them away as being normal. Um, but normal is just something that, you know, normal does not, something being normal doesn't make it true. Um, so just because a lot of people around you in your world are fearful and you see a lot of people that have similar feel fearful beliefs, it doesn't mean that those are true and it doesn't mean that has to be your reality. 
And so when we get we when we go through these periods of darkness, one of the there's many teachings, and I'm sure it's very unique and different to each person's situation um, and, and the lessons that they came here to learn. But one of I think the more universal ones is that there's a dissipation of fear because you know that you can get through something and all of a sudden the bar is kind of raised <laughs> and all the other little things that you were afraid of um, sort of fall away and they, they seem very trivial in retrospect, um, which also means that they don't have power over you anymore. Um, you know, you can see this very often in, um, you know, let's say some someone comes back from a very, I'm trying to think of a good example here. This is one came to my mind, but it's not a very good example uh, because a lot of times it goes the other way. But, um, you know, when someone comes back from war, obviously the, the traumas and the suffering that are experienced in that environment are so great that when they come back to normal reality, um, they can't, you know, many of them can't function properly because everything around them seems very to like pale in comparison to that to level of intensity of the experience that they had. Um, but, and obviously there's a lot of people that get post-traumatic stress disorder and, and that's all a part of it. There's a lot of healing that still needs to come after a major suffering. But I think that if they're able to continue to heal, if anyone's able to continue to heal coming from a moment of suffering and not give up and continue to um, not just physically heal, but psychologically heal and spiritually heal um, and maintain perspective, there can be a lot of great gifts on the other side of that. And I think one of those things is just, is just having the negative aspects of our life not have so much hold over us. And the thing, they just seem so small. And when the negative things seem so small, um, as I kind of mentioned before, it's like they have no more power of you over you. And when these things don't have power over you, it, it brings up so many new possibilities for your life. Um, it brings us brings up so many new possibilities for all aspects of your life, um, for moving to a new place, for starting a new type of career, for taking a risk in starting a new business, for switching jobs, for um, going on dates, for um, being more vulnerable with people, for you know, all the things that kind of keep us from connecting with life in a more visceral, more direct sense. Um, so that was just kind of one of the <laughs> one of the gifts that I feel like is starting to finally download months and months later after this accident. Um, but as I said, in the moment, <laughs> it's, it's much harder to kind of glean those insights because you're just suffering. Uh, you just want it to be over. Um, and it, it can take a long time for things to unfold. And I don't even want to like it, come across that I'm on the other side of this because I'm still very much in the middle of it. <laughs> and there's still a big part of me that is like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> there's a, there's a deep sense of what the fuck was that? There's a, there's a deep sense of, you know, 
what was that? What could that have possibly been for? What could, how could that have possibly served my life? Um, just an extreme amount of physical suffering, um, mental suffering, and without much, it, it seems like there just wasn't much green on the other side of the hill. You know what I mean? It was just like, it seemed like very fruitless. It wasn't like one of those near-death experiences that someone has where they come out on the other side of it and they're like, oh my God, yes, now I just see how precious life is and you know how every breath is a gift and every blade of grass is a miracle and like it really <laughs> i was hoping for that <laughs> that would be nice but um for me it didn't happen that way um because i was not even really conscious enough to have that visceral fear of death come over me um so there, there wasn't really that, that moment that came afterwards. So I was like, man, I had this whole near death experience and I don't even get that. I don't even get that, that new, you know, lens on life. Um, but I think what I've kind of came to realize is that it's not always, doesn't always play out that way. It doesn't always play out in these dramatic fashions with these very clear purposes and insights. Sometimes it's something that just has to unfold over time and gradually and it's not until sometimes that we're we're months later we're years later we're stages of life later where we can kind of see how the whole quilt you know when we can kind of look back and see the whole quilt we can kind of see how each stitch led into this really perfect design so i just wanted to start start recording some things, start saying some things, because I also feel that sometimes we have to start, like there's a balance between stopping and being patient and healing and just moving forward. And I think I'm trying to, to play that balance beam a bit right now. Um, you know, there's, there's part of me that just wants to just focus completely on my healing and get back to walking normally again, get back to um, my mind working the way it used to and firing the way it used to um, before I can take the next step. Um, and then there's another part of me that's like, fuck that, <laughs> let's just continue moving forward. I'm not letting this like put my life on hold. Um, but of course the answer is always somewhere in the middle. Um, and it's, I think that's also one of the one of the things I'm sort of downloading now is, is just like continually looking for that middle path and that no extreme in any, in any way, in any, in any decision, in any belief, taking things too extreme on any end um, is always gonna need, lead to some sort of suffering because there's a rebalancing that's gonna need to occur, occur because life is always trying to take you back into balance. Um, just like it takes everything to balance. That's how even the earth works. You know, when you start fucking with something, <laughs> the earth starts like cor correcting for that and, and trying to bring things back into balance. It's kind of like a pendulum, you know, when you sw swing something and apply pressure to it to swing one way, 
it's going to swing equally back the, the other way and it'll keep going back and forth and back and forth until it kind of settles in the middle. And yeah, so I think like that's, that's kind of what I'm working towards right now is sort of finding that right balance. I've swung to various extremes, which I feel like sometimes we need to do. Um, but now it's just about coming back into a middle path and a middle balance with everything. Um, so taking into account this, like these two energies that are working within me right now, the one that wants to just be patient and take it easy and not be hard on myself. And then the one that um, wants to push forward and do and create and just not stay in, um, you know, not stay in this current state that I'm in. Um, and just realizing that neither of them are right. And it's all about kind of finding that balance and taking things gradually. And so that's what this is. This is the first step <laughs> recording this. I mean, not the first step, but the state, uh, recording this uh, episode here is, is sort of like a gradual way of easing back into doing. Um, because for a long time, there couldn't be any doing, <laughs> there was just surviving. So this is a, this is a real luxury for sure. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, and it, it's a, it's a first step. It's my first step of, um, trying to ease back into doing something. <laughs>